And that's why I believe in you because that is the greatest purpose. It's to love. Honest. It's to, it sounds corny. Whatever you want to say, I don't care. I love people because there is freedom and power in loving people. Hello, all you positive heads out there. Thanks for tuning your beautiful brainwaves into another episode of the Positive Head Podcast, where we have the crazy belief that creating success and happiness is a daily conscious effort, which is why we provide you with a fresh serving of soul food for thought five days a week. I'm your host, Brandon Beecham, and each and every Wednesday, you can tune in to hear me interview a different consciousness changemaker that is out there working tirelessly to help catalyze change and expand awareness all across Spaceship Earth. On the other four weekdays, you can tune in to myself and my co-host, Dalian, giving interpretations of our favorite thought-provoking quotes, sharing a bit of inspiring or mysterious news, taking questions from the audience, and digging into any other mind-expansive topics that will help keep your soul fed by tuning you in to positive vibrations on a regular basis. All right, welcome back. Here we go again. I am a lucky man today. I'm not flying it solo. I have the lovely Nixie Marie back in the studio helping me to bring some positive head magic. Hello there, Nixie. Thank you for coming back and joining me again. Well, thank you for having me. Well, it's the least I can do. <laughs> so, oh. I'm drinking. So, if you guys hear me slurping today, it's because <laughs> Nixie just made me the healthiest tea on earth. And so, <laughs> I'm, I'm like enjoying that as we record. So, we'll be, we'll be slurping away. <laughs> Hold on, My let mother me, never let me get me a manners. slurp on too. Oh, it's hot. It is hot. <laughs> so, let's see here. Um, I have a review. You guys know I don't like reviews. Nah, I never talk about how excited they make me. Um, just kidding. This is a, a review by on iTunes. If you haven't ever reviewed us on iTunes, please do. It helps us to reach new people and things. And this uh, review is by Freezy Baby. Grateful for this community. Freezy baby. After meditating for a few months and connecting with higher self, of course, I wanted to know more about this universe thing. I was led to this podcast along with a few others and I'm so grateful for it. I love hearing that people are becoming more aware of spirituality and the importance of love and connection with this divine energy. I, if I'm ever doubting or in a funky mood, I'll throw on one of these episodes and it always puts me in a better mood. After the butterfly episode, I've been noticing butterflies everywhere. It's a reminder for me that so many people are forming their beautiful wings and flying together. Beautiful things are happening. Thanks for the inspiration. A white butterfly literally just flew by me as I'm writing this. Thank you, Universe and Brandon. One day I will be a guest on your show. <laughs> oh, well, I, I would love how he sets that intention. Yeah, I will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I would love to. Um, I would love to have you as a guest on the show. And if, yeah, you're setting the intention that strongly, then it's just the universe kind of shifts and moves to make things happen. So I'm sure it shall be. It's already happened. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so we are in the eternal now and on a future now. That's already happened. Yeah, there. If you can imagine it, right? <sighs> That's quite the wormhole of weirdness. Um, all the potential realities playing out. And you call in which one you see. Yeah, it's something that we've talked about a time or two on the show. Or a hundred. 
<laughs> so, Nixie, you wanted to talk today about some things, and <laughs> we've had kind of a funny, <laughs> funny morning because we started sitting here talking about what are we going to talk about today. And Nixie is uh, was really excited to talk about the full moon, which is coming up when tomorrow, Saturday, Com- tomorrow, mm-hmm. and um, so. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's awesome. And she started really excitedly telling me about the full moon's energy and, you know, what it means and what we can do with it and setting intentions and all these things. And I said, yeah, well, you know, the, the moon's hollow, right? And it's a it's an artificial base, right? And she looked at me like she's ready to rip my face off. So I kind of deflated her a little bit. Not by, okay. Not okay. By just talking about you know, know, some of the conspiracies out there that the moon is artificial and I'm not really saying that it is. I'm I'm not saying that it's not. Um, but she made a ve- you made a very good point. You're like, well, who who wrote all these conspiracies? Yeah, I definitely questioned you with like who and were and they what, all and what were is they their all gender? Men? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what is the gender? Right, because right, right. as a woman, I am I just feel her. I feel so connected to her, and even my moon cycles have synced up and switched around these past few months. In relationship so to they're her, beaming, they're beaming you up to the artificial base. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting beamed up on the full moon. <laughs> Maybe it's my time to go up there right, and right, join right. them. I don't know. <laughs> they're sending off signals. Yeah, no, no. I thought that was a very good response. It's like, oh, were they all men? Yeah, of course. You guys don't feel the moon the way that we do. And I'm like, okay, that is a very valid point. And and I'm not claiming really that it is anything artificial. I mean, I'm very, as you guys know, I'm very open. To all kinds of, I mean, I've been watching on Gaia TV. Um, there's a guy named Corey Good that David Wilcock has a show. He's been interviewing for, I don't know, they have tons of episodes and it's all about the secret space program and all the people that live on Mars and all this crazy, wild, you know, stuff that is sort of going on behind uh, the scenes that we don't know of. Now, either this Corey Good guy is a really, really good liar or. There's a lot more going on. And of course, I think there's certainly a lot going on that the government doesn't tell us about that we don't know about how deep it goes. I don't know exactly. Um, I don't know if all the things he's saying or his, you know, fantasy that he's making up are real. But um, yeah, so I'm open to any and all conspiracies. Um, some seem more potentially possible than others, but no one's shown me one way or another. But I think you make a really, really great argument that women feel the moon and, you know, and of course I want to hear all about it. And and if I had to bet right now, is it real or is it artificial? For the record, I'd, it, you know, I'd probably bet it was real. <laughs> all right, good. I was, I'd probably like jump over this, <laughs> yeah, this desk right now and just attack you with my... Feminine moon energy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you said the other, uh, the opposite. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, that's funny. But thank you for giving me the opportunity to defend what I believe is true, because that is also where we're at now in this world: is being able to stand true in what we believe in. Yeah. And there's always going to be conspiracies and uh-huh. all the things. And I believe uh, I'm. I love diving deep into all the conspiracies, but I think there's an importance of where to draw the line and. To feel into what's true to what we believe in. Yeah, for me, you know, so many people will sort of research something and or whatever, and then they'll decide, oh, it is this way, it is that way. For me, until I've seen it firsthand, it's hard for me to say, oh yeah, this is what's going on. It's like I'm I'm open to all of it. Like, would it be any weirder for extraterrestrials to be visiting here right now than them not? No, I mean, so 
um, I'm, I'm open to whatever, you know, a, a lot of these things and they fascinate me and it's, it's all, I find it really interesting, but until I've been beamed up to the, you know, the, the fake moon base, I'm not going to say it is or isn't, or until I've been on the ET ship, I'm not going to say they're definitely here or not. I know there's a lot of evidence with that topic that, I mean, you know, there's something going on, but I can't say definitively, right? All I can do is speak from my own experience. So so yeah, so t- tell us a little bit for those of us who aren't nearly as educated on the moon and moon rituals and all those things. T- what what do you got to share? Well, I I started diving deep into full moon magic. Well, just moon magic in general. Um, quite a few years ago, as I went down sort of like a witchcrafty path mm. and. Um, I felt really called. Someone just enlightened me, like, oh, you should practice witchcraft. And I was like, what is that? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm from Orange County, (laughs) and I had really no idea that that stuff was out there. I thought it was just like Harry Potter world fantasy land. Mm -hmm. So um, that sort of planted the seed within me to dive deeper into um, what witchcraft really was and... I, what I discovered was that it was it's really just being in alignment with nature and one with the moon and one with all things. So manifestation and right, right law of attraction, just performing and magic is basically just setting intentions and um, casting out energetic spells with words, with um, visualization, meditation, all of that. So it's really just um, very similar to all the spiritual practices that we all love and so I sort of alleviated that word or let go of that word because it does have a lot of dark energy around it Mm -hmm. so um, I've sort of adopted more of the shaman path and I'm reading a book now actually called witchcraft in shamanism so Mm. those two really go hand in hand but um, in light of that I've cultivated a little group of women where we get together on the full and the new moons to um, do ceremony so a little bit about the the, the moon cycles. Uh, we have we're going into the full moon tomorrow, and that's going to be in twenty three degrees Aries. Mm-hmm. And during the full moons, it's all about purging, releasing. Now, when you say tomorrow, because some people will be um, oh, yeah. <laughs> listening to this recorded, so we're recording right now. Uh, actually, we're going to record and release the same day. So it's the it's October fourteenth. So the fifteenth is the. Uh, full yeah, moon, is that correct? The 15th. Okay. Absolutely. Um, so during the full moon, it's all about releasing all that no longer serves you. One of the biggest things that I've taken from doing full moon rituals is actually uh, letting go of attachments. And one, what, one of the rituals that we did a few, few moons ago was... Many moons uh, ago. Many moons ago. <laughs> just a few, just a few this year. <laughs> was letting go of uh, something that you are really attached to. So we brought an artifact that we were attached to in the um, the ceremony. Mm -hmm. And I didn't tell everyone what we would be doing with it, but we actually ended up towards the end. um, I I gave them the opportunity to either gift it away or Mm -hmm. burn it or let go of this piece that they were attached to. So that was really powerful. Um, Oh, cool. That's a great idea. Yeah, it's fun. And it's kind of, it's like a surprise at the end of, okay, how much are you really willing to let go? Yeah. 
Um, and how does that show up in every area of your life? Because how we do one thing is how we do everything. Mm, yeah, um, I like that. And with the new moon cycles, that's about manifestation and setting intentions and what you want to bring in. So it's just like a cycle of letting go and re- or letting go and inviting in new things. Um, so just like nature as we go through her cycles. So um, that's a little bit about, I guess, the full and the new moon. Um Cool. Any questions for well, me? Well, <laughs> um, yeah. So you you actually will go out um, in nature at, mm-hmm. with how, how many of you do this? Well, I have. We've got probably seven girls, okay, maybe cool. less. Sometimes um, we haven't been as consistent with the past moons, but you know, I really it just depends. I used to live in a house with a big backyard, so we could go and do it in in my backyard. Mm-hmm. Um, but now we've done it in. You can do it in your house and setting up. I'll go in later to talk about ritual and setting up sacred space and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. naturally, I love to be in nature doing it. Mm-hmm. So Very being cool. out in moon bathing and all that fun right, stuff. Right. So do you have like a um, particular? ceremonial outline you know like so you're mm-hmm. as you're doing the releasing stuff is it do you just kind of wing it or is there a certain like you know way you go about it well there's generally like a i follow some guidelines that i've learned through my you know going into reading about all the the things and doing my studies but um i will feel into like what's going on in the world either globally or economically or just what 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 needs to be focused on and a lot of times you can do like bringing in the water healing the waters and talking about bringing in rain ceremonies and a lot of different things so for me um i just like to tune in in intuitively and see what's going on and follow that um, wisdom within so yeah cool so some of you um Particularly, I mean, okay, so how about this? How, it's it's all women that you go out with. Like, so men, we're just on the other side of the fence where we can only talk about it being artificial base. Can I mean, because anytime I hear stuff about like moon ceremony or anything like this, and obviously I'm no expert, but, you know, I've come across this, you know, hearing this sort of thing before. And um, it always seems to be women. Like, wh- why aren't men included in the whole process? Actually, men are included. Um, there's a big rise in the masculine energy being a part of these rituals. And oh, um, I think it is a little woo-woo. Like, well, I'm, out there. I'm waiting for my invite. So You're invited. <laughs> well, we would gladly take a little bit of, a little bit of you into our circle. Um, but I think that there is something to be said when a group of women come together and yeah. the, the force that is, totally. you know, within us to bring all the things that we want to create. But well, the moon is like known to be like feminine energy mm-hmm. and yeah. so forth anyway. Right. So maybe yes. that's a lot of it. It's, you know, sun is super masculine. Moon is feminine. Yeah. So, we're, you know, maybe we get to create sun rituals for the men or something. Yeah, exactly. Huh? <laughs> no. So um, just make sure, in my case, I burn really easily. So I just got to be careful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, he's really on fire. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, I've seen, I, I've also had, um, I've also perf- done rituals with men that are doing guided meditations. So mm-hmm. another way to introduce it in a way where, 
you know, but the witch can be both male and female, or mm-hmm. if they want to classify them that, or the shaman, shamaness. I mean, there's just, mm-hmm. there's no like rules around, right. of course, like only women and just depends. You know what I, I really like about that whole process is it's, it's like anything you're setting an intention, you're going out, you're taking action, you're putting energy into it. So it really, it, it, it makes it real. It's like, you know, I always say, jokingly when we when we die i think we'll see everything was a placebo every medicine every it's like you're putting belief into you know all of it you're putting energy into all of it and as a result it's making it real so um you know it's this is something that people i think can do male or female whether they obviously the more energy you put into it i think it it becomes more powerful you know so if you're getting a group together like someone hears this this episode and's like oh that's a really great idea so tomorrow night i'm going to get my girlfriends together and or guy friends and go out into the woods nearby and, you know, release, you know, something that we're holding on to and, you know, do this whole kind of ceremonial thing. And there's no getting it right or wrong, you know, no. it's just setting the intention and doing something. And, and, uh, you know, I believe anytime people are coming together and with a common intention and, and I love that about, you seem, it seems like that's sort of a recurring trend with the sort of, I guess spiritual revolution in a Mm -hmm. sense that's happening right now where so many people are waking up. It's like ceremonial type things are becoming, you know, we looked, we looked at it for some time as like, oh, that's like archaic and like, (laughs) you know, ignorant. And meanwhile, now we're getting back to our roots of, you know, this is how we're, this is a part of like who we are. And it's actually much more profound and intelligent than we gave it credit for. You know, you think of like, um, you know, Native American dancing and yeah, I was ritual. Bring yeah, that yeah, up, yeah, but you already got it. Yeah, yeah. So it's <laughs> yeah, it's ceremony. like really powerful. We, you know, and of course the the wise, you know, the this super intelligent, cerebral, you know, uh, modern cultures like look down on this, and now it's kind of like, hold on, maybe we were not. Um, maybe we're the ones that are disconnected and off, and this is where you can really call in power and energy and manifestation, right? Right. Yeah, I I was going to highlight on the, the, you know, native cultures when we were back in the tribal days and everything was celebrated. Everything had a purpose. Everything had a ceremony. And um, that's something that I'm really passionate about, about reminding everyone to go back into that state is like even myself, you know, uh, how often have I been celebrating my success or what I've been achieving and mm-hmm. um, we can do that together in ceremony and it, that it's really powerful it really is so um, some I actually have like a little full moon ritual uh, planned out for tomorrow and I would love to share it with you oh, guys oh yeah I'd love to so, hear um, generally I have a, just these are some of my guidelines that I do bring into the ceremony if you would like to cast a circle the circle just really is to hold space and um, of like protection and calling in the north, um, the east, the south and the west to Mm -hmm. just really emphasize that you're going into ceremony. It's a great little way to introduce um, all the magic from that. And so some tools that you might want to bring in are a little piece of the earth, which could be salt or you get some dirt or whatever you feel called to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're going to bring in the earth. We're going to all the elements. So earth, air, fire, and water. Mm-hmm. And earth is a symbol of strength and endurance. And the air is creativity, intuition, and 
fire is passion, energy, and water is, um, you know, emotion and empathy and mm. being sensitive and all those things. So they each have their own powerful force within them. So and, you, you um, bring some sort of element like to yeah, represent so, each into your circle? Yes. So okay. earth, you would want to bring in, like I said, earth, like salt or, mm-hmm, or whatever mm-hmm. feel you feel called to. Air would be like an incense. Um, fire, mm-hmm. light a candle mm-hmm. and water. I usually have like a bucket of water, a bucket or like a bowl, like a pretty bowl or something mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. I would pour, pour water in. And you can actually draw in the moon to the water by setting intention, sending love into the, into the water. And then we would drink from it at the end of the ceremony. So just like gather a little bit of those tools. Of course, you need like a lighter and be safe with your, with your candle make sure right. you're in a safe space, not to burn anything up. Um, that has happened and they always, you know, it's a great little advice to right. be mindful. <laughs> um, so to begin, you would like, you want to set a little sacred space. If you have an altar, if you don't have an altar, just bring something that's important to you. Um, that is meaningful crystals, um, you know, notes from your past childhood memories. I don't know anything that's meaningful and endearing to you to bring into this ceremony, Um, And then to create the sacred space, you're just going to kind of like visualize drawing a circle around you and calling in the east, the north, the south and the west. And if you have like a little compass and you want to actually call in those um, all those within the elements when you're calling in the earth and Mm -hmm. spraying your salt around you in a circle Mm -hmm. you can do that. Um, So you want to start by the salt and then go into the air, lighting the incense and then light a candle and just honoring each element as you go and um, and then pouring the water. And then from there, just get out a journal and start writing about what you wish to let go of. Cool. And um, if you want to bring in something that you're attached to, that would be yeah. really symbolic a, a of something thing. you want to mm-hmm. let go. Yeah. And um, after you write uh, and you feel like you've got it all out and you're ready to release, just hold it, set a prayer, send it love and burn it. Beautiful. Yeah, it's a little burn ceremony. Um, And from there, I usually just close the circle. And, um, you know, it's quick, it's easy. It's just writing, really, and Mm -hmm. setting the intention and letting it go with one of the elements. So, Really cool, yeah. I mean, that's simple, and I think anyone can. And, of course, like we were saying, there's no way to get it. You can't get it wrong. It's just you're setting the intention to to sort of tap in, yeah, Mm -hmm. and tap in and release and... One of the things that I love to have is I have like an actual moon diary journal. So I, I have a specific journal that I use just for my rituals Mm -hmm. and it's really fun to go back and, you know, on the new moon, see what manifestations I wrote down and see them come to like, they're here in the physical dimension. They are now a part of my life. And then to see what I've released and see how far it actually is released out of my being. Right. So, um, it's really fun thing to do. Very cool. Well. Um, this has been really interesting. So thank you for sharing. This is the, see guys, this is the, this is why it's so great to bring on uh, a co-host and, uh, some, some divine feminine energy to give some perspective on, you know, I've never done a, a moon ritual, although I want to, uh, now. So I will, uh, anxiously await my invite and, <laughs> um, <laughs> you have, uh, a, some music as well that you wanted to share. I As do. we depart for today. I thought it would only be appropriate if we brought in some Stevie Nicks, the, ah. the moon goddess crystal <laughs> enthusiast herself. Nixie bringing in Stevie Nicks. <laughs> Got it. 
obvious. Makes all kinds of sense. Uh, yeah, we're going to listen to dreams. Ah, uh, well, dream well, everyone. Until next time, love you all. 